Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. That table asked me for extra biscuits. Oh, my <laughs> We well, ran across it for sale by owner and bought it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I can't sleep at night. Oh my gosh, I'm not busy. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hi y'all, welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi Alyssa. Hey Katie. <laughs> you look like you wanted to make a clap. Do it. Yes. Hooray! It's episode number 101. Wonderful. Oh, oh man, that reminds me. Gary Vee was supposed to be on this episode. Oh yeah, you called that, huh? He never responded to any of my emails. Oh man, Gary Vee, come be on our podcast. Please be on our podcast. <laughs> okay, but episode 101 is going to be... <laughs> okay, well, wait, let, let me back up before I tell you the name of it. You said, I would like to do an episode on being busy slammed yes you were like we have an episode called what to do when you're new or slow yeah and that one is very popular yes so this one is what to do when you're old and slammed yeah <laughs> it's not it's not we'll just call it what to do when you're slammed or busy or something yeah because we we've talked about preparing for busy like what to do leading yes. up to a busy season let me find the number of that one we've talked about what to do when you're slow but what about when you're in the moment of busy like what they call like it right the, now like in the kitchen they call it in the weeds in the weeds in the weeds how do you prioritize mm-hmm. and keep up with everything? How deep in the weeds are you right now? I feel like I'm coming out of it. Okay, so for reference, because this won't be that far off, we're towards the end of June now. Sure. Yeah. So you're like coming out of the... Yeah, the last six weeks were... <sighs> intent with a they baby. Were, yes, and I just felt like... It was hard to keep on, stay on top of everything because yeah. you know I like to be proactive and stay ahead and I wasn't necessarily falling behind well you're just like in survival mode yes you're like what is the what is the bare minimum what has to happen <laughs> what has to happen right now in this moment yeah i mean mm-hmm. i agree but now i am not i felt the same way like mm-hmm. right before because i just took a vacation right before i left i was like telling my sellers i'm like we got a list by this day so then i'm like I literally worked from sun up until way past sundown the day before, two days before vacation to get the listings in, to like allow for some breathing room. It just, right. But, and then of course the offers. <sighs> All the offers. All offers. Sorting through everything. All offers. So, you know, it's just a, it's a busy season. But yeah. then I think it's funny because there is this point somewhere towards the end. That's why you're probably feeling relief now. Somewhere towards the end of May here locally, when people start to get out of school, mm-hmm. graduation, there's this big lull because mm-hmm. people hit the road, go on vacation or doing all their graduation parties, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you went from showings all the time to 
people asking in the Facebook group, are your showings slowing down? And sure. it's like everyone forgets summer is so bizarrely sporadic. Mm-hmm. It could be, and I have to tell my sellers this all the time, it could be really quiet for a week. And then the next week you could have multiple showings, multiple offers. I mean, like you just never know in the summer. So mm-hmm. cyclically speaking, summer is weird. Yes. But the spring is hot, hot. And that's why it feels so mm-hmm. like overwhelming. Okay, you asked a question. What does being slammed look like? Do you want to answer? I will. Okay. Okay, so for me... Because it looks different for everybody. That's what I was going to say. It is very different for everyone. I think that it is not talked about enough in the industry what your max capacity is. Mm -hmm. Everyone talks about what your goals are, like how high, how many transactions, how high volume do you want? (laughs) Like more, more, more. What is is the sky's the limit? Well, it's not. Right. Like there is a max capacity that I as a human can can deal with and also be present in the other parts of my life. And do well. Here's the thing. If you are not serving your clients well, you're going against what we are hoping here. (laughs) Right. But so you have to limit yourself. You cannot just be greedy, 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 more, more, more. Like Mm -hmm. every time a new buyer calls you, if you're already slammed, Mm -hmm. this is when the process needs to be in place where you're like, who's my next who can I refer this to? How can I put them off? Like, do, can you tell a, a listing that, hey, I, I can't I can't do it this week, but in a week I can get you on? Is that will that work for you? So this is where I think systems are so important. Mm-hmm. And in the perfect world, you would have your systems in place before the rush of busyness. Yep. Um, if you are busy though, it is not too late. It's not too late to start the systems. It may take you a little bit of time to sort and filter and figure it out and clean up the mess that was created. The mess. But you can do it, you know? And I feel like if you have systems in place, it will allow you to also handle the volume. Agree. So if I'm slammed Mm -hmm. and I get a random phone call, hey Alyssa, we think we want to sell our house. We don't know what to do. Can you come by and walk through our entire house for an hour (laughs) and just chat with us and just tell us because we're not sure if we're going to. And I'm thinking, okay, I have a system for this. Right. And I'm not feeling like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to fit this in? Instead, I say, step one, I'm going to make you a Trello card. I'm going to write your name down somewhere. So I don't forget you. Wherever you write your things down, I'm putting you down so my brain doesn't forget. Yeah. Step two. Hey, I actually have a great checklist to help my sellers mm-hmm. and people who are thinking about selling. Put the ball back in their court. Yes. How can I get the ball back? I'm gonna out give of my court? you a little bit of homework. Yep. And once your homework is complete, get back with me. Get back with me. But it's the same thing with buyers. Here's how you do a pre-approval. You've got to do this before we can start getting all yes. amped up on our search. And right. that's that's get the ball out of your court. Yes. When you're slammed, you can't take any more balls. Right. But then you need to remember, yeah. wait a minute, it's been two weeks. You know, I wonder if that person did their homework. How do you how do you remember? What Trello. do you do? Okay. You cause you just go to your Trello what, and look at their name day, and I'm like, oh my week. God. How? Usually once a week. Okay. Sometimes every it. two weeks. Okay. But at least twice a month. Okay. Because I just need to lay eyes on the names. Right. And go, oh yeah. And remember where they are in the process. Yes. Okay. What did what did I, I like tell that. them? Yeah. Where did where did where did they go? Yeah. You know? Because it is easy to give homework and forget to oh, follow up. One hundred percent. And say, Oh man, did they And when you're mm-hmm. okay, tell me honestly, when you're slammed, do you lose more clients than when you're slow? 
I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Okay. I feel like I do, but... In what way? I, like, I feel like I forget to check up, and then they're like, oh, oh okay. We well, ran across a for sale by owner and bought it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. nuts. <laughs> Shucks. I didn't ever check to see if you did your pre-approval. Well, I will say that if you are waiting, like when I'm in this season of waiting two weeks of checking Trello, yes. Yeah. it's It was too late. And maybe right. they did meet a realtor yeah. at church that said, I can come by after church today. Someone real excited. Yes. But you know what? That That's okay. Is the is the cycle of life? <laughs> yeah. It's the like if you're so busy that you couldn't follow up with them the way the realtor from church did, then it's okay. She got it. It just works out that way. Let her now, have it. but I think that you know if they, but I don't feel like I dropped the ball in that situation. And this didn't. This is a fake situation, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a real situation. This is made up. If I sent someone homework and right. said, hey, this is my checklist. Mm-hmm. Let me know what how you feel your house is based on this checklist. Yep. Because I like to come by once the majority of your personal to-do list it's is done. done. And that way it makes it easier on both of us. And they're usually like, Wow, this is so helpful. Yeah, Thank we you. didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. This is a great guide. Right, we we'll will start call with you as soon as we finish yeah. it. Well, if I find out that they listed with the realtor from church who was excited and came over without any homework and stuck a sign in the yard, and mm-hmm. I don't really have regret because I did my part. You, and you did your system. I did my system. Now, if I would have said, yes, look, I have this checklist. And I'm you gonna, didn't send it. And then I never sent mm-hmm. it. Then... That is my fault. Yep. I am full of regret. I dropped the ball. Okay. So it kind of depends on the situation. But I have really, over time, learned to be at peace if I lose someone. Mm -hmm. But I know I did my thing. Right. I did what I was supposed to. How do you grieve this if you didn't do? Like, how? Because you can't beat yourself up forever. I do, though. Yeah. You're like, oh. I, I go into, like, a mini pity party. And then I might like call you, and then I get over it. We got to, and get I over just it. do my best to. Yeah, and it usually follows with a um, clean out of Trello. Yeah, you're like, wait, I real what? What else? Bless you, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> like what else? It makes me go, what else have I forgotten? Yeah, where? Yeah. So when I w- when I used to wait tables, this is a true story. Oh God. When I used to wait tables in college and when we would work LSU home games, I would get there at 9 a.m. and I would get home around 4 a.m. Oh, my Longest day on your feet, waiting tables. I would, and I, gosh, I I would love to go back, but I literally woke up one night and I must have only been asleep for about 45 minutes and I jolted awake and I was like... That table asked me for extra biscuits. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, I didn't bring the biscuits. And I said, sure. And I never went back. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, that person messaged me on Instagram. Yep. And I said I was going to do it. And that's that. it happens more with the text messages yes. when I respond yep. to the text while I'm doing something else What's and I don't around? write it down. Yep. Screenshot it and screenshot it. it to yourself. Yes. Even okay. just, even if it's just screenshotted in my photos. Cause you go back and look I, at I them. clean out my photos like every night while I take a bath. Cause it's my, that's not normal. Oh, well it's my relaxing it's a, thing. It's a great practice, <laughs> but I have to screenshot and, and email. Up email I usually do email. I need it to be also. my email. 
Okay, do you have a max capacity? When do you, when do you, Alyssa, feel slammed? Because you do a lot more transactions than I do and then the average realtor does. When do you feel slammed? Um, I haven't really found a number that has made me go, this is too much quite yet. I think it's more situational. Yeah. I feel slammed mm -hmm. when I am buyer heavy yep. with several first time home buyers. Mm -hmm that maybe are in that really popular price range. Super competitive. And things are competitive, and I'm doing a lot of coaching, mm -hmm. which I love. Yeah. But all of those things, like you're having buyers a lot longer yep. because they have less options. We're losing, you lose That's more. True. It's just more time consuming. It's, it's more work, it's yeah. more time consuming. It's more now, 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 yeah, hurry, go. we have to do this now. So that is when I kind of feel the, the pressure, yeah. um, once I get them under contract, like I could have, I feel like I could have 30 pending okay, wow. as a solo agent and I would be fine. I feel like mine is 10. Okay. At 10, I'm like, I don't want to do this much work. Okay. Like I, I just, and it's, I'm using the system and my piles on the desk get tall and things get out of hand. Uh, it's gotta be, I think it's 10, but I could do 10 listings and you know, five to 10 pendings at the same time, but yeah. hopefully some of the listings are part of some of the pendings. Right. But there is, there's a limit. Like even yesterday, I have a, I have a good bit pending right now. And I just went through the lists and made sure all the closing gifts were done. Yeah. And well, that you have took, to batch work it at that point. Yes. And, yeah. and that's why I think it is easier. Yeah. Is that when you sit down, I use almost every day just to look at my pendings yep. and say, Okay, appraisal. Okay, inspection. Where do I need to follow up on this one? What yeah. about this one? And then in 30 minutes, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I have checked them all. Checked every I single know. thing I have pending. It's true. So once they're pending, I feel like I can take a breath and go, yep. okay, let's do this. Let's get to the closing table. It's right. getting to pending is where I feel busy, busy, slammed. I need to be doing more. Okay, and you brought up it being, if you're buyer heavy, especially first time buyer, mm -hmm. I think I put in my notes, when you're busy, if you're at the point in your career or this year where you're feeling like you're slammed yes, and you're overwhelmed and you can't provide the level of service you wanna provide and you decide, I am gonna refer out business. Yes. I would highly recommend that you refer out your buyers before yes, your listing. For sure. Because you can for sure handle, and within the bounds of business hours and using your boundaries, you can definitely handle more listings than buyers. Yes. I am a firm believer in this. Yes. And I know our newer agents are probably like, oh, that's uh, so why. scary. Yeah. Um, and I felt the same way. Mm -hmm. And we have episodes on this, like how to go from buyers to sellers. But I will tell you, if you're slammed and you have both and you have to pick between a listing and a buyer, take the listing. Yes. Take the listing. One of our uh, agents had posted um, in our office that one of their clients wanted to sell a camp in Maripal. Does anybody know anyone that works in Maripal? And I'm thinking, I'll take it. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. It's <laughs> like, what? I didn't do it. But I have sold several things in Maripal. Okay, what? You have, have to make to. one trip out there? It's too far. It's not that 
I mean, it's far. I could put on a podcast for 30 minutes. You're just like, you're doing make the drive. The drive. Like, I like the drive. I'm just going to drive, listen to my podcast. Because how many times are you going to go there? Twice. Now, if I had a buyer that was looking in Maripal, You'd be like, I can't. Do I would it. say I have to refer you because I can't make that drive several times Repeatedly. a week. Right. But for a listing, yeah. I, I could mean, totally do I that. I see that. Oh, right. Now, I have um, an agent in Livingston, which is about, depending, you know, where you are, it could be 30 to 45 minutes away from where I am, that I have really enjoyed referring things Mm -hmm. to. And not even because it's too far, but I found that every time I had a buyer in Livingston, mm-hmm. they had so many questions about the community and the schools. And you were like, I don't and know. And I just didn't know. Yeah. And I didn't know. And I was texting this Livingston agent, okay, can you set up a search for me in my MLS based on this school district? Yeah. And she's like, sure. Like, that's easy. Right. And finally, I was like, what am I doing? This is crazy. She's the expert. Give it. Yes. She, and and it's, you know, I, I felt like it has just been so wonderful yep. to be able to do that. And again, not just because of the drive, but mm-hmm. just because of my limited knowledge of that and it being such a popular place to move because of schools. Yeah. So I don't know the schools. Right. So anyways, that's smart. Yeah. Very smart. Okay. So, so basically, do you do anything else with overflow or do you pretty much take all of them? Um, I have stopped working sign calls. Okay. Um, I give them to my assistant. Yep. And she, who's a a whiz at them. She is like so good at sign calls. Good for her. (laughs) She is the type of person that anytime you talk to her, you feel like y'all are, just the best of friends have known each other forever. Connection. She can, and not only that, but there are several times where she has sold the listing that they called Perfect, on. Perfect, because it was your listing. It was my listing, mm-hmm. so great, wonderful. Um, and I just felt like that was something I could better serve my time elsewhere. Got it. Hello, friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, Your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. (laughs) I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. I know. Just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're gonna enjoy them you're gonna love them you're gonna it's love gonna it. change your life literally fired my <laughs> assistant they are the best okay, enjoy bye, the template yes enjoy okay how yeah. does your intake call change when you're slammed so you're referring out the sign call yes but what if you get a referral to a buyer or a seller yes does it change does your do you how do does it change Um, I would say I do have to do it more in the moment. Yeah. So if I am driving and get a call, I will say I'll have the conversation that we need to have. 
I'll say I'm gonna send you an email. I usually ask them to text me their email address mm -hmm. so that way when we get off the phone, have I have a text reminder. Yeah. And pretty much the second I stop the car to where I'm going before I get out the car, I forward the template. The templates have made everything so easy because I'm not having to write this email. You just it, have I it. have it. It mm -hmm. takes 20 seconds to forward the email. Which one are you forwarding at that point? It depends where they are in the process. So if they're not pre-approved, yes. you send them something about that. Yes, why we need the pre-approval. they've already talked to their lender, you go straight to... Congrats to being pre-approved. Here's where we're going to go from here. Yeah. Let me know what you're... And all of the templates require them to do something. Like, yeah. awesome, I'm so glad you've already talked with the lender and you're ready to start the buying process. Please send me what you're looking for in a house so yeah. I can set up a search for you. Mm -hmm. So then when they do that, yeah. that is my prompt. Yeah. Two, mm -hmm. and I usually put them in Trello while I'm on the phone with them. Right. Um, or I have to screenshot it and do it later, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. But you, I mean, the biggest thing when I'm slammed, because I know my brain, I have to do it quickly. Yeah. You know, write them down somewhere. It, right. So that- get buried under a hundred other tasks. Yes. I know. Yes. That's the hard part, mm -hmm. is not losing your sense of urgency with new business. Right. Okay. I, I, and I also made a note that if you're going to, you might as well refer out buyers if you have to, because mm -hmm. they're going to dump you anyway if you become too busy <laughs> and unresponsive. Yes. Your, your seller isn't going to dump you once you're in it, you're in it. Right. Right. Or like they're yeah. already invested. They. I also. You'd have to be a really bad agent at that point for your seller to be like. I just found somebody else. Yeah. Like you wouldn't come <laughs> listed. Yeah. Like that's so crazy. It is actually ridiculous. Right. But sellers also treat your business more like a business because they are yes. hiring you. They're the ones paying you. They're the ones interviewing you. Like it's just totally different. It is. Different. So that was also in my notes. Okay. Let's talk about <sighs> at what point do you stop being busy? It seems like every okay. time you said in your notes, it seems like every time you talk to an agent, they say, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Are you busy? Are you busy right now? How's it going? I what are you doing? Literally loathe that question. <laughs> you started hyperventilating just now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's usually the answer you get. Like, when are does, you okay? When does it stop? <laughs> and I think I actually had written down a question for you because you teach the systems class. Yes. If you have a, a high volume agent, because there are many high volume, top producing agents that have no systems in place they that are fly, have no that have no life, no boundaries. They're not taking care of their health. Their family probably feels a little bit neglected because they have no systems in place. Right. But they got their goals. But they're so, because they've been around a long time and they have they so many just, things, how do you start? Oh, how do you start? If you are in the midst of always busy, okay. I'll never be able to calm down and get a system in place at this point. I think number one is, it is actually very simple. I, and that is part of what I teach. Simplicity is a key to a system you'll use. I am not trying to tell you to go spend two hours or three days starting a new CRM and right. blah, blah, blah. I have cannot tell you how many people I have told, please watch the 20-minute Trello video yes. and decide if that system looks like it will work for you. If you're a digital person and you don't keep track of your people in one place, like, what are you, if you have a notebook here and an email there and a text, we've talked about this before. But I also think 
you either you're working with buyers and sellers. That's it. We're not teaching commercial real estate here. Right. We're not teaching property management. We're not teaching. And you, I don't care if you don't agree with this. You should not be doing all of those things. Right. If you are slammed and cannot, you know, have a life. Right. Let's boil it down. I am a residential agent. I work with buyers. I work with sellers. I will tell you honestly, I have done a commercial transaction before and promptly realized this is ridiculous. It's just like you trying to learn the schools in an area you don't work in. Right. Well, I don't want to learn an entire other industry. Not a I good use just of time. I refer it yeah. and make some of the money and then go back to what I know I'm good at. So you have buyers and sellers. Number one system is what do you do when you get a new buyer or seller? What do you do when you meet them the first time? I think this is so important because the agents that come to me and say, I could never do it. I listen to the podcast and I could just never do it. Do I'm what? Like, like have systems and be organized. Why? My email, I can't tell you how many people come to me and say, gosh, I, I listened to your email episode and I just know I could never do it. I'm like, you could never delete an email or unsubscribe. <laughs> You're like, but I don't understand. More. Help me. me. And it's all, it is a mindset it's thing. It's a mindset. And I think people also like to embrace their craziness. Yes. And they don't want to have accountability and mm-hmm. say, maybe, just maybe, I, there's a better way and I need to be Well, yes. The note you organized. sent me is, are you really busy or are, are you unorganized. Right. And it's, we go back to systems a lot because it's key and our, your systems are different than my systems. Mm -hmm. I'm a more of a paper tangible, like I need the folder to go to the listing appointment, but I have now started using a stopwatch on occasion to then share with my group. Yeah. I can, I literally can get ready for a listing appointment. And I think I did it in 12 minutes recently. That's awesome. 12 minutes. I made a listing binder because I don't have an assistant right now. I made a listing binder for my new listing. I set the stopwatch and I just did that one task, 17 minutes. Yeah. These things are not time consuming or complicated. What is time consuming and complicated is feeling disorganized, not knowing what to do next, sitting in peril, being paralyzed in mm-hmm. your to-do list and then scrolling Instagram. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't know where to start, so I'm just not going to start at all. And I'll wait until a client is yelling at me yep. or someone's screaming at me for an addendum or a, I realize I didn't get the termite certificate <laughs> on the day of closing. And then I'm going to handle only urgent things that are like fires. Right. Right. So you you said how do you prioritize while maintaining follow up and cleanup? Yeah, and that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you have a system and you have a checklist, it literally takes. You just said it. Thirty minutes a day, you could deal with thirty pendings. That's yes. a minute per pending. Yeah, one minute just to check in on Look everything, and you don't even have to check them every single day. No, you know Th- things are not changing every day with a pending. You could follow. You could check in with your pendings every Monday and Friday. That's basically what I do. And call it a day. Sometimes only once, depending on where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I also have my entire life on one sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. People with the whole crazy CR. It's all there. Yeah. One singular piece of paper has my to-do list, like my schedule, my current clients to check in on, my pendings, my listings. It's all right there. Yeah. And it can hold a lot more than what I do. But it, that's what I need because mm-hmm. I need it to be quick. And I can't be delving into a lot of different right places to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also, 
you know, I have a whole time. It's just all about time management. Yes. Right. I mean, the whole thing is. So y'all can go back and listen to our friend, Anna. You said you were listening <laughs> to her this morning. Yes, I was. Um, Anna Dearman Cornick has a podcast called It's About Time. Mm-hmm. And she will give you all of the tips for all of the different ways to work. She says, like her tagline is, um, don't use busy as a badge of honor. It's not and a badge of honor. It's not. You When people ask you if you're busy, it's okay to say the market is good or, you know, things are going great or I'm, yeah, I'm think, but, oh, yeah, so busy. Right. Don't it's, sound exhausted like you're dying. <laughs> even when you talk to another, especially when you talk to another agent. Yep. Like I know, and I also made a note that as an entrepreneur, busy is very tricky because you feel super grateful yes. to be busy. And then you feel very isolated and alone because there is no outlet to complain or vent about that because you're supposed to be grateful that you're busy. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. then what do you do? Like, I need to be able to say, yes, I'm slammed right now. Mm-hmm. And are you slammed right now? Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to talk to people like I'm busy every time I talk to you. Sure. But... I also feel weird sense of guilt because I don't know that I've been slammed except for on a day here and there for a couple of years. Yeah. Because I just have a system. Like, right. I feel feel the same way. Right. I feel the same way. And when I say even coming out of the last few weeks where I was really busy, Mm -hmm. um, I'm very happy with how the systems worked during that time. Yes. And it allowed me Mm -hmm. to still keep, during that time of being slammed, I was still working out, being with my family, Mm -hmm. turning my phone off at the right time. Yeah. I was still setting boundaries. Now, when I was at work, I was working. I I was working Mm -hmm. my booty off to just get everything taken care of. And then when it was time to shut it off, I could. Yeah. Because the systems were working. Everything's been checked on. If there are no systems, you can never shut it down. No. No. And because you have no confidence that it's done. Correct. When you have a system that includes whatever process you're using, but a checklist of each transaction, yep. I look at it and I know when I do my check-in, if it's a Monday or I like a Monday or a Friday or both, but usually I'll do it on a Monday or Friday. Once I've checked on that transaction, yeah. I don't need to check it. Again. Again, right. Then you're getting into super micromanaging. No, then when I decided, you know, 5 p.m. to close my laptop and go do whatever, be with mm-hmm. my family, I'm not, like, worried that I forgot something. No. I just checked it. Right. It's it's Everything checked. is good. It's fine. I can, I can sit there and say, wow, I have checked on all of my pendings. And then Trello is where the people are that aren't pending. Right. That are... But you have a card for people who are pending, right? Yes. I mean, like, that's where they're recorded. Right. Like, Trello has every person that I would need to talk to right now. Yeah. Is there. The end. Yes. In one place. And I can just look at them and say, hey, did you get pre-approved yet? Hey, have we gotten the appraisal back on this? Hey, you know, everything can be followed up with quickly. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Case closed. Yes. Done. Okay, what do you think? Do you think Trello is your key? Like, what is your most important system? Trello. Yeah. Being able to put them somewhere. Yeah. The problem is that we have we have made ourselves so available mm-hmm. 
um, in so many different outlets. They can find you all the places. All the places. Yeah. So when I get a Facebook message, screenshot, I scream, the first thing I'm doing is screenshotting it. So I, I don't agree. forget. Even if I respond, have already responded to them, yeah. I'm screenshotting yeah, it because to. I need to put them in Trello. Mm -hmm. If somebody reached out to me, I just had a client um, reach out to me and say, hey, we're not sure if we should refinance our house. I screenshotted it. Yeah. I actually responded and then I put them in as a maybe buyer. And then I just followed up with them a week later. So what did and you they say? said, Hey, we are going to refinance. Thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. And then I deleted them out of Trello yeah, I don't need because you they're good right now. Yeah. They're not going anywhere for a while. I think that it's that. And I don't, I do have my Trello set up the way you do, but really I've got it all on one piece of paper. Yeah. Um, well, that's the, I think Trello is a beautiful tool for people who love paper as well as technology yeah. because it's it's basically a piece of paper on a computer screen. <laughs> Correct. It's not overcomplicated no. with all these tabs. It didn't and start sending you a bunch of tasks. It doesn't do. yell at you. Like, I want to decide <laughs> when I want to do the task. Yes. I don't want the CRM to no. tell me today I need to call five people or check on the appraisal. I want to decide. Yes. Now at you know, whatever time, noon on Friday, that's yep. my hour to check in. I'm going to do it now. I do everything at one time. Quiet. Mm -hmm. I don't need a list. Um, but the templates, mm -hmm. I think the email oh templates are just like the amazing, like, like the time saver that you didn't know you needed. Yes. And, and it just systematizes all of that communication. So now my, the ball is constantly out of my court because I'm telling my client what you need to be doing. Right. And what I'm doing. So please don't check on me. Yes. Here's, you here. now know every, what everyone's doing. How long mm -hmm. does the inspection take? How long do you have to respond? You know, when is the appraiser going to come? It's all right there. Yes. I, I, this is, we're fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you think that people who are always busy, I'm doing my air quotes, um, I think it's an internal dialogue, right? Yeah. Like, what are you telling so yourself? so much mindset. Yeah. So much mindset like, there. What, what is happening? But you know what's weird too? <laughs> Real estate in itself is because it's cyclical, It you'll hear it in the beginning, oh, it's very feast or famine. Yes. It kind of is. Yeah. Like you're going to have a busy, and we've talked about this. You're going to have a busy season. You're going to have a slower season. You might have a busy week, a slow week. It'll be up and down. It's not, there are not, it's not 365 days of I can't keep up. No. If you have 365 days of I can't keep up, systems are definitely where you need to start. Mm -hmm. But here's a problem too, is that when things slow down, instead of rejuvenating, cleaning house, right. extra follow-up, loving your people a little more, yeah. they're just panicking and they're stressing yeah. and they're implementing a shiny thing. Yes, and so they're not, and then the busyness rolls around and they're a mess because right. they didn't rest when they had a little break. I know. And then it just is this horrible cycle. So the question is, how can we get people out of the crazy cycle yeah. of being busy? Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I can't sleep at night. Oh my gosh, I'm not busy. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> like, how do we get them out of this horrible cycle? Oh God, that's so funny. It's just the truth. Well, how, what, do you have an answer? To what? How to get them out of the horrible cycle. System. System. That's the whole answer. And it's like, there's, we're on episode 101. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many episodes. Maybe start with your email. Yeah. Is that a source of stress for you? Right. Go listen to the email episode. Right. Maybe start with an office day. You don't mm -hmm. have an office day? That, you need an number, office day. That's number 78. Go listen to that one. Have an office day. I promise you that office day is life changing if you're feeling busy. Mm -hmm. uh, 
So I told you I was listening to Anna's podcast. Okay, what did you hear? She had um, this girl named CG from Balanced Not Busy on her podcast. Oh, okay. And her little mission statement type thing was, depending on like what season you're in, this is how she operates. Okay. I am giving myself permission to be honest with myself during each season of my life and to give myself the grace the space and the permission needed to evolve. Oh, I like that. So where am I? Yeah. I'm busy. Okay. So maybe a little bit less lunch with friends if my email is out of control. Right. Maybe I need to delete the Instagram and Facebook app off of my phone or at least put it at the end so I'm not just, my brain isn't automatically going there. Like what are the things that Right. Our time wasters. Fun, maybe. Sure. It's fun to scroll. Yeah. But right now, you don't have the privilege of doing that well, when there are things that need to be handled. When people get busy and stressed, they want to escape that. Yes. Right? So they're just fill it. I, I, the reason why I've started stop watching myself on task is because I'm trying to show my students specifically these things may feel overwhelming, but they actually don't take time once you're used to doing them, right? Right. So your check-ins are quick because so quick. you know in your mind you've done it so many times, it's easy to get through it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else did she say? That was the main thing that was just super important, but it made me think too, whenever I do get that feeling like I'm forgetting something, even after I have done my check-in, mm-hmm. when I go for a walk mm-hmm. and put my phone away, the things that fly into your brain and I'm like, oh, this, oh, that, oh, this, you know, the Mm -hmm. things, but you will never remember those things if you never allow some quiet time space. If you're always on to the next thing, um, how is your brain going to be like, hey, hey, remember that person that called? You forgot the biscuits at that table. Oh, the biscuits. They wanted extra biscuits and you said yes and they forgot. But the moment Mm -hmm. I got to a quiet place. Sleeping. I remembered. You're like, dang it, those biscuits. The biscuits, I forgot. Um, But it, it just goes to show that sometimes you do in a busy time need to say, okay, I can't sit at this computer. I need to actually go lay on my bed for 10 minutes in the yeah. quiet. Oh, I need to yeah. go for a walk. Uh-huh. I need to drive. I need to do Step something. Away. And then I'll be like, you know, hey, Siri, remind me to what while I'm walking, I will, um, write, you know, set a reminder yeah. for the things that I'm remembering. Well, that's good. So that was a tool, too, that I use a good bit. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing when I'm super busy it does. I have told my husband this before. My stress level, right, is you can pretty much know what my stress thermometer is based on what our kitchen looks like. <laughs> okay. Right? So I have told him if there is stuff everywhere, I am going to feel some anxiousness and I am going to feel out of sorts. Right. I like things to be picked up. Yeah. And it just tidy. Yeah. It helps me. Yes. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I need you to like put the things back in the cabinet when you finish with them. Um, so just as an example, when I'm super busy, you would think that would be when the house is the worst. That's when it's the cleanest. That's when it's the cleanest because it, if you, every night before I go to bed, yeah, I just make a quick circle. Yeah. And there's usually five or six things that I have to either put in a cabinet, mm-hmm. uh, put in the sink, pick up off the floor, maybe turn the start a load of laundry. Right. And if you do that every night, mm-hmm. again, 
it takes five minutes. Right. It's getting there. It's all mental. It's all all mental. mental. It's all mental. But you will always know if my house is super clean when I'm really busy, which is, you would think it would be the opposite, but it's just how it how it works. Right. I like that. That makes sense though. Do you like how I won't go to bed until things are somewhat tidy. So when I wake up, I'm not instantly stressed. Do you have things that are your like non-negotiables that you have to do? I mean, I do them in the morning probably. Yeah. And I don't know why, because I am a night owl, but I always like, I have to Put the living room right. My, y'all, my dining room, we have an open floor plan. My dining room table has been covered in Legos for (laughs) a long time. It's fine. It's sort of like a playroom. We eat at the island, so we don't need the dining space. But the kitchen and the living room have to be completely picked up. Even the dog toys that are like strewn around the floor, all that's got to be in the basket. And I do that all before I walk into my office in my house in the Mm -hmm. morning. So like... I can't be focused on, oh, there's dishes in there or, you know, there's whatever to be done and sit here and get things done. Yeah. I just rather, it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. It doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. Someone's at the door. Who is that? Who could be at the door? I'm like, it's 10.01. Is it Jamie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have to do, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do my office day. Mm-hmm. It's a non-negotiable. I have to do my office day. And then I have to do my weekly check-in. Yes. Which takes an hour. So even if I couldn't get the office day in, I got to check all the, all the transactions and all the listings. It, it takes one hour. Sure. I never have more than an hour's worth of work there. Um, I have to do that. I, honestly, it's not. People overcomplicate what we do so, so much. much. And I see realtors doing things out there. And I'm thinking, if you would cut out some of this stuff, yeah. you would have more money. You would have more time. Mm-hmm. You would enjoy life so much more. I agree. There are just there is so much fluff and so much fat that can be trimmed from the business. Yeah. Um, and keeping it simple, I think, is the key. Uh, yes. The key to For not. Sure. I kind of like being a top producing realtor and people being like, "Are you so busy?" And me being like, "I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you?" They're like, oh, I can hardly keep up. And like when I do transactions with other agents and they're like, oh, my my third assistant is going to be contacting you for I'm this. Like, what? And then I look up this person. I'm like, you sell 10 houses a year. Right. Why do you have three assistants and and you still sound frantic? Yeah. That's and you just... still don't know what's going on in any of your transactions. I, I what is happening? Because people also don't have the trust or confidence in whatever system they have in place. No. If they even have one. But mm-hmm. they just don't. So they feel constant overwhelm because they don't have trust. And since we have started talking, it's almost been two years and really like picking apart our business. Yeah. That's when I have become the most relaxed because I'm like, this is under control. Yeah, it's okay. I I don't have anything to be like stressed about, especially Mm -hmm. at, look, anything under 30 transactions a year is a freaking cakewalk for me. Yeah. Like easy peasy. It's if that's two a month, three a month at most. The, I don't get frazzled or in the weeds or slammed until it's five to eight closings in a month. Yeah, which you handle regularly, but that's probably where things like will get a little overwhelming for me. And even then, I don't feel like I'm in like the fetal position in no. like, the corner Mm-mm. of my office. Well, again, we're not emergency room doctors. You (laughs) should never be in the fetal position with anxiety from your work. We are just, it's just not that kind of business. No, it really isn't. But I can remember one of our, 
when we first started having lunch together, I was in this place where I had a lot of guilt yeah. that I had so much business, but I didn't feel like I was, I don't want to say working because I was working, but I was comparing myself to everybody else's state of mind. Yeah. And I was constantly thinking I needed to be doing more. Right. And that I wasn't doing enough and I must be doing it wrong. Everyone else is overwhelmed. Because everybody else is just so busy. I know. And I'm doing more transactions, but I have all this free time. So am I doing something wrong? Am I not serving my clients right. well? Yeah. I feel like I need to have a newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to have flyers made. Right. All this stuff that does not matter at all. Nope. And I honestly feel like through our podcast therapy, yep. I have come to this place where I'm just like, no, I'm the one that's right. It's okay to this say. This is the I'm answer. It's, that's, that's it's okay. That's everyone to know. It's okay. It's okay to say, I, I'm not too busy. Yeah, I'm good. I have business. Yeah, business is great. Like, business is great. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not busy. I'm not overwhelmed. Yeah, like when your friends are like, oh my gosh, are you just slammed in this market? You right. know, business is wonderful. Do you know someone looking to sell their house? Yeah, like, <laughs> I owe it. Right, I've never felt like, oh, I could not take that. Oh next. my gosh, I'm so it. busy. Okay, I have one more tip that I want to make sure I mention. Okay. Um, you need standards of practice in your business. Yes. That's sort of like the equivalent of systems, right? Get a partner. We've talked about your partner, your friend, your, they can only have to be in your market. Like an accountability partner? Yes. And work together on your standards of practice. What is the process when you get a call, you know, a first call? What is the process when you go meet a buyer for the first time? What is the process for this? And if you're slammed and you're doing this over and over again repeatedly, record, like do a screen record of how you input someone into Trello. Yes. Or how you input an MLS listing. Because when you get so busy that you do feel like it's time for an assistant and you can go listen to episode 81 on that, um, you'll have all these screen records and standards of practices in a you know Google Drive folder or wherever you keep it there. You're like, here new assistant, I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to teach you, but I have recorded how we do all yes. these things. Yes, I, I love a good screen recording. Oh my so God, easy. so helpful. So I think that's my like tip mm-hmm. for if you're like, I. I don't know what these girls are talking about. I am too busy and I can't keep up <laughs> and I do have systems. Well, then record your systems. Go work on finding yourself yep. you know, a transaction coordinator and some type of admin. And you'll have all of these recordings to share and you don't have to worry about the training. Sure. That's the problem. How do you train someone when you're so busy? Yes. You're busy. Right. Okay. My last thing would be, you know, we've talked about a lot of really, um, my brain, what do you call it? Uh actual ways, tangible ways. Thank you. Yes. We've talked about a lot of really good tangible ways to take action steps Mm -hmm. and to actually do this. Mm -hmm. But kind of going back to the non-tangible, it is so much about mindset. And if you feel like you are struggling, 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 and it's also time to take a look at why. And also so many people in our world, put their self-worth into how busy they are. Oh, totally. And as an Enneagram 3, you know, I you know this, and I have to check myself constantly yeah. because I know when my pending lists get short or something, I start feeling like a failure. Yes. And I definitely have struggled with basing my self-worth on how mm-hmm. many transactions I have going, 
If I am slow, does that mean I'm not a good agent anymore? So stupid, y'all. So stupid. I don't know why I'm Ten that way. Ten years in, still doing. But that. then also, so my my I base my self worth on a uh, number of pendings. Okay, let's say that some people base their self worth on how many followers do you have? Right. How many likes are you getting? Right. Um. So that's a thing. You know, other people base it on how many clients they have at that time. You know, right. there's so many different things right. in comparison <laughs> out there. How many appointments did you go How on? How many appointments did you How go on? How many appointments did you yes. go on? Right, exactly. I don't, I don't know because I don't keep track of those. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Wonderful. Whatever works for you. <laughs> and I think it's just, it takes a lot of self-evaluation yeah. to figure out the root of the problem. Right. Yes, systems will help the problem. You know what else? But you have to get to the root of it. They, I didn't write this one down, but go back to um, the emotional boundaries episode. Because I think a lot of times, too, you could only have one client who's just driving you bananas. Sure. And really seeping into your life and really making things. That's that's I think when it gets overwhelming Mm -hmm. so it could be not the transaction number or the pending number it could just be what type of clients what type of clients are you working with are you letting them get in your head Mm -hmm. and like make you feel like it's urgent and crazy and everything's a problem right so that might help and when they're like oh well how do you just not respond at eight o'clock or what if your clients are always calling you and I say well, what expectations are you setting? Yeah. Have you given them the email that has your office hours? And right. if you stop the texting after night and respond at 9 a.m., they yeah. just learn. They, exactly. Oh, I could never do it. We cannot help the people <laughs> that want to just throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't do it. I'm not. I no, don't want This change. works for me. I don't want to change. You hear this all the time. All the time. That's not how my clients are. Right. Okay. My clients aren't on Facebook. My clients have to talk to me at 10 p.m. My client, yeah. no. No, they no, don't. No, no they, they don't. don't. They sure don't. Anymore? That's all. Oh, my gosh. That was a good one. That was so great. Um, I hope everyone is busy, but in yes. a good way. I hope <laughs> you have business, but you're not busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, either way, these are good tips. Okay. Are you ready for the toast? I am. This toast comes from Adrian Wilson in... Um, Breckenridge, Colorado. Cool. You know what? I think Adrian, I'm almost positive, has sent us this message before. Okay. She also has a dog soldier. <gasps> I, I did know. not know this. I know, it's so cute. That's not in this, but, I'm, but okay. I, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she goes everywhere with her dog. It's really cute. That is cute. Okay. So Adrian would like to toast to Stephanie Duncan. She has her own brokerage based in Evergreen, Colorado, Duncan and Company Realty. She said, I met her during one of my first transactions. She was the seller's agent. She looked at the entire process as the two of us working together to make both the buyer and the seller happy. Her communication was amazing, and she helped me through my questions without giving me grief. I love that. sweet. She also loves you two as well. Yay. She has been posting some really great Instagram posts daily that remind me so much of what you two talk about every day. Okay, the post focus on tips for your home and life, and every day I wake up and read them and feel inspired. I will, oh, she's going to send us some screenshots. Um, and she's the, she says she's the best. I have That's worked wonderful. on the other side of some really great agents, but she is so special, so genuine, and easy to work with. They're at different companies? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they just met during the uh-huh. transaction. That's, That's right. Neat. I know. So cheers to Stephanie, and thank you to Adrian and... That was nice. That was a good toast. That was a really good toast. Perfect. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.